Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. In Sri Vishnu Sahasranama, nine, name 955, according to the system of breaking up and interpreting the names, followed by Sri Parashara Bhatta, the first Sri Vaishnava commentator. The name 955 is Sat Charaha, which is uh, easy to understand, or straight, let's say straightforward to understand. Sat means that which is right, proper, fitting, eternal. <clears throat> Pat means path. Interesting, it's the same spelling in Sanskrit as English, although the pronunciation is different. Uh, it the, means the same thing. Pat means path. <clears throat> and as in English, it means both literal and figurative. There's a path from this part of the project that you can walk down to another part, to another part of the campus. So it's a literal, it's a path that you can walk on. And it also means a direction, a, a, a way of acting, <clears throat> following the path of the previous acharyas, Mahajano Yena Gata Sapanta, Panta Pata. Have the uh, well, Panta sp specifically means the Pata in the path in the figurative sense. So. <clears throat> Both in Sanskrit and in English, path also means figuratively. And here, this is uh, in this name, Satpatachara, Pat is the figurative sense. But it's so much deeply embedded in the language that it is, it's not just figurative or me metaphorical, it's a genuine established usage and achara means behavior manner of conduct uh, established manner of conduct behavior in the sense not just at one specific time but one's whole mode of behavior so sat patachara means one who behaves, habitually behaves, according to the proper way of doing things. It could be summarized in the word dharmic. <clears throat> One who properly follows the path of dharma. Now this is one of those names in Sri Vishnu Sahasranam which is not 
specific only to Vishnu. The name Vishnu, which also appears in the Vishnu Sahasranam, is specific to Vishnu. Only he is all-pervading, which is one standard meaning of Vishnu. <coughs> Narayana, this name only p- pertains to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Of course, there are, right now in India, probably at least a lack of people who have the name Narayana in one form or another. Narayana Srinivas, Sai Narayana, quite likely in this part of the world. It's a common name, but anyone can be called that name. But the actual possessor of that name is only one, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Others who are called that name are called that name in remembrance of him and out of auspiciousness because if that name is called then always or the, the parents or the friends or whoever calls the person by that name and the the, the possessor or, or the sub-possessor of that name by always hearing that name becomes auspicious and purified just by hearing and chanting that name and of course the great example is that of Ajamil Ajamilan <coughs> but factually the only possessor of that name is Narayana himself the original that's why we also have the name Adi Narayana, which can refer to Krishna in the spiritual world, or it can refer to the Karnadakashayv form, or it can be used to indicate that generically Narayana, distinguishing him from other people in this world who have that name. Of course, there are people in this world who have the name Adi Narayan also, because that name is also given as as a remembrance. One of one of the devotees in uh, Vishakhapatnam, his early disciple of Jaya Maharaj, his name was Adi Narayana, and then Jaya Maharaj called him Agni Lochanda, Agni Lochandas probably because Vishakhapatnam is... That's in remembrance of Nrishimhadev, Agni Lodran, whose eyes like fire. So Vishakhapatnam is the place of... Uh, one of the famous many temples in Andhra Pradesh of Nrishimhadev. Of course, in Vishakhapatnam, or just close to Vishakhapatnam, now it's come into the city. When I first came to Vishakhapatnam, there was some distance between Vishakhapatnam and Simhachalam, but now it's all merged, urbanization. But that th- th- this form of Nushinga is cool because he's kept under a mound of chandan throughout the year, except one day of the year. Anyway, getting back to the topic, Sadpatacha, this, this name can refer to many different people. 
many, many. Bahavo jnana tapasa putam madbhavamagataha. Many, many in the past have become purified by following the satpata, uh, by behaving according to that. So anyone who f lives a dharmic life can be called satpatachara. Krishna himself doesn't have to follow the rules which he sets. And although it may be said that, well, Krishna, it doesn't seem like he's always very righteous in his behavior, especially in his Vrindavan pastimes. Afterwards, uh, Krishna sets the example of an ideal householder, as Srila Prabhupada comments, and that's there in the text of the Bhagavatam, in that section of the Bhagavatam, when Narada visits various palaces of Krishna in Dwaraka and sees Krishna, the same Krishna, but manifesting multiple forms, 16,108 forms, performs various activities in various palaces. But they're all according to dharma. He'll be meditating upon himself because he is the proper object of meditation. That is a dharmic activity. He in one, in one palace he'll be practicing sword fighting as is enjoined for kshatriyas. In another palace, he'll be arranging the marriage of his sons and daughters. So these are all activities according to dharma. Uh, and satpat also means not only the right path, but the path followed by the great person, by the persons who are sat, who are sadhus. So Krishna follows the path of the great sadhus. Himself he follows. Uh, he states in Bhagavad Gita, Purvaya Purvataram Kritam. Uh, he recommends to follow the path of the great personalities previously. He gives the example of Janak Maharaj. So he himself follows the When he comes as an avatar, he follows the path set out by the previous great personalities, but it is, of course, that path is also prescribed by himself in the first place. And we may say, well, what about Krishna's Vrindavan pastimes? Well, the real satpat, the real proper path, is what he does. Whatever he does is right. Because might makes right. That's, that's a, a rule which is applicable in the case of Krishna. You can't argue with it. Whatever he wants, he can do. You can't, you can't say it's wrong because it's up to him. He decides what's right and what's wrong. There's a theory that morality can be derived from <coughs> study of universal principles. That you don't need any God or divine <clears throat> prescription. Just humans among themselves can work out universal principles of what is right and what is wrong. That is the premise, the atheistic premise of the United Nations Declaration of Human Rights. 
we declare as self-evident principle, blah, 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 whatever it is, that all, all human beings are equal. That's bogus right from the start. If we're to understand that there's reincarnation and there's karma, and we, spiritually we are equal, but on the material platform there's no equality. There'll always be inequality. So much misunderstandings, so many problems are caused in the world by this incorrect idea, which is almost universally embraced, that all human beings are equal, when they're not. The Vedic system recognizes the difference and orchestrates them for smooth functioning of society. But the idea that everyone is equal, and uh, but although inequality is seen everywhere and all the misinformed attempts to institute artificially equality causes so much, so much problems in the world. <coughs> What Krishna does is righteous uh, because he's God. He's the supreme controller. He's the boss. He's the most powerful. He is powerful over everyone. Fortunately for us, God is good. He loves us, as is the, the main theme which Parasha Bhatta brings out in his commentary on Vishnu Sahasranam, the, this point of Vishnu's Bhaktavatsalya, his protectiveness, just like a parent, to his devotees. But actually he loves everyone because he is Pitaham Asya Jagataha. Mata Data Pitamaha. He's the father, the mother, the grandmother, the sustainer of everyone, not only the devotees. <coughs> Prashabhata doesn't take this name to be directly one who follows the path of righteous, but more specifically, one who leads his devotees in the right path by following it himself. This uh, present series of names, Parasha Bhatta is explaining in terms of Vishnu's avatara prayojanam, the reasons for his descending in this world. And the overarching reason he gives is for the benefit of the jivas in general and for his devotees in particular. <clears throat> Parasha Bhatta explains that because it is in the interest of the jivas to recognize and follow and, and act according to the, ma the master-servant relationship, which is intrinsic in intrinsic between Bhagavan and the Jivas, 
So the Supreme Lord facilitates this and personally acts in such a way to encourage the devotees in this path. Jivesvarup hoy Krishna Nityadas. The constitutional position of every jiva is to be the servant of Krishna. And the other side of that is Krishna Swarupoi Jiva Nitya Swami. Krishna is the constitutionally, eternally, the Lord and Master of all the jivas. So he acts in that way and he shows that way and he demonstrates that. So so on one hand, when he's acting as a householder in Dwaraka, he shows the proper standard of dharma for householders, especially kshatriya householders. <clears throat> but in general, he shows that he is supreme and he protects his devotees. And his devotee, he shows that he follows his dharma properly and accordingly, the jivas, they should do so. Krishna <clears throat> establishes also in Bhagavad Gita this principle, as Parashrabhata quotes from Bhagavad Gita, Anityam asukam lokam imam prapya bhajasvamam. He says that in this material world which is temporary and miserable, those who are intelligent, well-placed, they should worship himself. Get out of this temporary, miserable situation. The... <coughs> Women, Vaishyas, Shudras, and others whose birth is more tainted by sinful reaction, they're not likely to even understand this. But still, if they worship Krishna, taking full shelter in Him, they can attain to Him. But it's expected that the Brahmanas and Kshatriyas, they're more able to understand Vedic knowledge and they can understand that this material world is temporary and miserable and worship Him. So I'm here paraphrasing and explaining two verses of Gita. Mam hi parteviya parshritya, yepi suv papayonyaha, striyo vaishas tatashudras, tepiyanti param gatim. King Puna Brahmana Punya Bhakta Raja Shayastata Anitya Masukam Lokam Imam Prabhya Bajasvamam <clears throat> Shankaracharya in his commentary states Satang Pantana Karamani Sat Pantaha Tan Achrati Esha Iti Satpatacharaha. He gives the definition of this name Satpatachara as he who by his behavior establishes or follows the path of Dharma 
which sat good people previously have previously uh, followed. He continues the tradition. When we talk about Vedic culture, it suggests something which is transmitted from generation to generation. And who maintains that? Those who are satpatachara. Within Vedic culture, there may be so many deviations, but it, it is maintained generation after generation by those who understand it, enact it, and are looked up to for guidance by others. We're talking about Brahmanas. We want real Brahmanas to establish Vedic culture. <clears throat> Although Shankara doesn't specifically mention it, particularly it is Bhagavan in his avatar of Rama who establishes by his behavior the proper path for all men to follow. Of course, this has to be understood very carefully also, because Ram is acting as the ideal Kshatriya. It's not for everyone to do all the things that he did. As we find in Ramayana and in other Shastras also, that when there are various demons who are disturbing, the Brahmanas can, by their own Brahminical potency, simply by mantra, they can destroy those demons, but they call the Kshatriyas to do so, because it's the Kshatriyas' duty to do so. So Rama does that, ideally. So by following his own dharma, which is that of a Kshatriya male king, he sets the example for others to follow their swadharma, their worldly dharma, also properly. Another commentator, Radha Krishna Shastri, refers to Bhagavad Gita, chapter 3, text 22, where Krishna tells Arjuna, Name partha stikartavyam chushu lokeshu kinchana Krishna tells Arjuna, there's nothing in all the three worlds that I'm obliged to do. He's God. He doesn't have to do anything. <clears throat> He's not bound by the laws of karma. He's not even bound by the, by the tenets of dharma. He doesn't have to follow anything. But Krishna says, even though there's nothing that I am bound to do, nor is there anything for me to acquire by doing anything. So n neither the, just like we have in the practice of dharma, there are nitya karmas, regular daily duties, naimitic karmas, which are 
to be done at certain times. There are certain things to be done on Purnima or Amavasya or at the birth or death of a relative, a birth of a child, death of a relative. So these are naimitic karma. And there are also kamya karmas, which are performed within the realm of dharma for the sake of attaining something which is desired. So Krishna's, so nitya karmas, they are duties, which are to be, nitya karmas, naimitic karmas, they are to be followed as a duty. And kamya karmas, they are to be followed for the sake of attaining something. But Krishna says, I, I'm not obliged to do anything, nor is there anything that I wish to attain. So either kind, either duties to be performed or activities within the realm of dharma, which are desired, but Krishna said, I, I don't have to do any of these. I don't have to do any. I don't have to do anything, and there's nothing which I desire to attain because everything is already Krishna's anyway. Yet Krishna says, "Still, I go on working." Why is that? He goes on to explain. That's an ex to set an example to others. If the if the big men don't do, if the leaders don't do, what is required for others to do. The leaders, they may not need to do it for themselves. They, they may be already self-realized, but they still follow the basic principles just to set an example for others. Because if leaders don't follow, then others will say, well, big people don't follow, why should I? We see that. It's a, it's a principle which continues to the present day. So Krishna is in this sense the Adi Guru, the original Acharya of everyone. Uh, we find also a uh, very well known, I already quoted that, Mahajano Yenagata Sapantha, that is there in ordinary dharma and also in uh, devotional practices. As Narottam Das Thakur states in his Prema Bhakti Chandrika, Mahajana Jaipot Tate Hobe Anurat Purba Par Koryabhicha. More or less saying the same thing that we should follow in, in our practices of devotional service, we should follow the path chalked out by the Mahajanas, the great personalities. We should consider that and follow it. Baladev Vidya Bhushan, in this section of Vishnu Sahasranam, is explaining the names on a different platform altogether. He's explaining it in terms of Krishna's involvement in Rasa Leela with the gopis. <coughs> so he explains it here sat is he explains that to mean that which is praiseworthy on account of its being causeless he who follows the path of love which is praiseworthy on account of being causeless 
So here Satpat means the, the path of love and Krishna follows that. Baladeva explains that during the Rasa Leela or in the in the lead up to the Rasa Leela to well it's actually all part of the Rasa Leela if you take it the the five chapters what's that twenty nine to thirty four of the Bhagavatam tenth canto the Rasa Panchadhaya. So in the lead up to the actual dancing uh, or, or the full-fledged dancing. There's some dancing and a little break when Krishna decided to quit. And the gopis indirectly ask Krishna why he had left them. They'd given up his relatives and homes and everything just for for his sake, for his happiness. Their minds were fixed on him. He is the whole meaning for their existence. They ask, why, why you left the Rasa dance? They started and then stopped when Krishna left. And then they started again and then it went on for a night of Brahma. So Krishna left and the, the gopis, they asked very pointed questions. Bhajato no bhajante ka eka etad vipariyam no bhayangs cha bhajante ka etan no bruhi sadhu bho. They said to Krishna, they're indirectly pointing a finger at him or accusing him. They said to him, Krishna, some people love those who love them. It's reciprocal. And some people love others who don't love them. And some people don't love either of them. So Krishna, please explain all this to us. In other words, Krishna they're accusing Krishna. You see, we love you, but you don't seem to love us. You just, you just treat us like, you, know, you just, just spurn us. So, can you explain these principles of love? They're, they're indirectly pointing the finger at Krishna. <clears throat> but Krishna explained that the reason he had left them was to increase their love for him. And he says in this regard the famous verse, Napare ham niravadya sangyu jam, susadu krityam vibudhayu shapi vah, yama bhajandurjara, geha shrinkala, samrischa tad vah, pratiyatu sadhuna. Even throughout all of endless time, Krishna says. Of course, we know from Vishnu Sahasranam that Krishna himself is time, but throughout endless time, I am not able to repay my debt to you, Krishna says, because of the unalloyed love shown by you. You have worshipped me after completely cutting off 
the very strong ch the chains, the everlasting chains, the never-ending chains of family affection. So you please be satisfied. Take as your reward from me your own virtue, your own goodness, your own devotion. Speaking in this way, Krishna, he refuted his own statement in Bhagavad Gita. Yeyata maang prapadyante tangsta taiva pajamiyaham. As they surrender unto me, I reward them accordingly. But in the case of the gopis said, you, you love me so much, I can't love you in return the same way. So if I seem to be treating you badly in the matter of love, you simply have to be satisfied with your own love for me because I, it's too, too much. I can't repay it all. Uh, amazing state. This, this, is, this is beyond theology. Krishna, Baladev unpacks this, saying, this Satpatachara, remember. The, Krishna says, indirectly says, I'm in, by saying I'm indebted to all of you, he indirectly says, the real meaning is that I have not loved you in the same way by cutting off the chains of family life. You had to to come and love me, you had to give up all these very difficult to give up chains of family life. But Krishna didn't have to do that. Krishna didn't cut his ties with his parents and relatives. He, uh, he fooled them. Nanda and Yashoda don't have any idea that Krishna's out dancing at night with uh, the gopis. Krishna maintained his loving relationships with his family members. The gopis didn't. They had to cut all of that. Thus, he is indebted to them, to the gopis, for not being able to fully reciprocate the kind of love that they showed for him. So you may think that Vishnu Sahasranam, it's, it's really basic, low-level, but the of Actually, even if it is basic, low, what someone might say, basic, low-level, but it's really high for us stuck in this material world. Even the first teachings of Bhagavad Gita, we're not the body. We may say, oh, that's very basic, ordinary, but it's not. It's extraordinary. We shouldn't think that... Bhagavad Gita is just some very low teaching. If we ourselves haven't even come up to the level of internalizing it and acting on it, it's a fact that the, the Gorya Vaishnava philosophy, especially, takes us way, 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 way high, high, so high. But it's also true for most of us that we are not very high, we're stuck in this material world. And although it is certainly <coughs> very pleasing to hear about the very high topics of Krishna and Vrindavan, he comes to demonstrate these pastimes. 
so that we can hear about them. But at the same time, we shouldn't artificially think ourselves ready to in enter into that. Nor should we. Uh, nor should we deny ourselves and say it's not possible, because by the grace of Lord Chaitanya it is possible. But we should be cognizant of our position. But anyway, it is relevant in such discussions to, to see that Baladevidya Bhushana, in his discussion of Vishnu Sahasranam, is bringing in the very highest topics of love of God. Interesting in the name Satpatacha, which seems to relate, or the, our other commentators have described this name, which seems to be the basic, straightforward meaning of the name. It's related to proper behavior in this world. But Baladevidya Bhushan relates it to the highest proper behavior in the spiritual world, that of the gopis, which superficially, or really, factually, repudiates the proper behavior of this world. Hare Krishna. Vancha kalpa turubhyas chakripara sindhubhya evacha patita nam pavadebhyo vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha Dante Nitaya Churna Kang Padayani Patikrit Vaja Kakushatam Aitadaham Ravimi Hey Sadhava Sakaleva Vihaya Durag Goranga Chandra Charne Kurutanu Raga Parivada Tujano Yata Tata Vana Numakarona Mayang Vicharyama Ayasamadira Matati Mata Bhuvi Vilutama Natama Nirvishama Shantakaram Bhujagashayanam Padmanabham Suresham Vishvadharam Gaganasadrasham Megavarnam Shubangam Lakshmi Kantam Kamalanayanam Yogi Bidhyanagam Yam Vande Vishnum Bhavabhayaharam Sarvalokai Ganatam Jayati Jananiva so Deviki Janmava do Yaduvare Parishat Swaidor Bir Asyan Adharmam Stiracharya Vrijana Kanasusmita Srimokena Rajapuravanita Nam Vardayan Kamadevam Baha Pirang Natavaravapu Karnayo Karnika Ram Bibradva Sak Kanaka Kapisham Vaijayan Tim Chamalam Randran Vernor Adara Sudaya Purayan Gopa Vrindayar Vrindaranyam Svapadaramanam Pravishad Gita Kirtihi Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna